Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the pod that shares the stories of those affected by suicide. Lost a loved one? Attempted it yourself? Did you know that when you share a burden, the load is lightened? Come listen in with your host, Elaine Lindsay. Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the podcast, is for education only. Some of the subject matter could be triggering for those that are newly grieving or in a poor state of mental health. Please call your local suicide hotline or mental health office if you need immediate help. Hello there. I want to explain to you about today's guest, Dr. Pat Boulogne. She's a high-performance mastery mentor, coach, functional medicine doctor, lifestyle strategist, and an international best-selling author. She's also the CEO and founder of Health Team Network, a company that's dedicated to skyrocketing health, lifestyle, and mindset with superior science-based solutions and programs and where results matter. She's most passionate about sharing knowledge and solutions and making sense of challenges that result in even better outcomes that keep you on top of your game at work, home, or play. Everything that you need to have better health and mindset mastery. And that's exactly what we're going to speak on today is that mindset mastery. Dr. Pat also speaks to simple high performance solutions and how to achieve more health and happiness, have the right mindset, and achieve your greatest goals in less time. Her programs are personalized, reflecting the unique bio-individual needs and goals of her clients. No stone is left unturned. Mind, body, and soul. And without further ado, let me bring to the stage Dr. Pat, and let's get started for a really exciting conversation. Hello there. Hello. I am so happy to be here and share space and time with you and with your audience. It's such a pleasure to be able to do that. It's wonderful to have you here. And I know, as I said to the audience, I know we're going to have a very interesting discussion. And sometimes I think because what we deal with is such a heavy subject, suicides and forgiveness can be, it can be a lot to take in. This is going to be, I think, a little more uplifting show, a little easier to digest because I find Dr. Pat quite bubbly and full of life and full of really interesting stories. So with that said, I'm going to let you dive in and uh, with all the uh, truly accolades that you have with all your titles and author and speaker and mentor and coach and what have you, let's just dive in and let's give the audience something to think about. Okay. I'm really glad to be here. And when you were saying that that last bit of the introduction, I can feel my father turning over in his grave because his biggest worry in life was that I was going to be a perpetual student. And he was right. <laughs> again, <laughs> and he was always seemed like he was right. And once again, so I am very fortunate that my father was very inspirational when I was growing up. And matter of fact, when he passed away and he had a heart attack, which was right when I finished chiropractic school. And I knew that he was sick prior to that. I was thinking with all the resources and tools I had access to, you'd think I would have been able to do something. But he was stubborn because he didn't take care of himself. He didn't eat well. And you know, he was that just that kind of person. And he was very persistent. And I think persistent is a very important word because I think that we give when we give up, our dreams and our goals and our aspirations, then what we do is we settle in and we settle for second best. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's a lot of times when we settle in for second best, other things happen around in our ecosphere. Yeah. And a lot of times some people just find it easier to completely give up as opposed to maybe think, think outside the box 
or they're tired of thinking outside the box again and again because it seems like they take one step forward and eight steps back yeah but i want to just sometimes i think that those steps forwards and back are the things that give us that fortitude and finding the right people to have support around you because community is huge community can carry you a long way and that's why you have girlfriends because a lot of times we have things that happen to us in our life and we need someone we need a shoulder we need a hand we just need somebody to sit there because a lot of times we don't need someone to figure it out for us we just need somebody to say it's going to be okay and we don't and we don't always have that person around so i know that one of the things that helps people think better feel better and move better is eating a really clean diet yeah and not eating junk food and not doing other things like smoking or things that are that take away from like your life and your health but definitely food is a key piece because that gut brain connection has been proven over and over again and that if you can if you want to think better or have somebody to talk to and have that thought process clearer the food component of that is really huge and hydrating and getting sleep that need a lot of people's sleep patterns in this country especially are totally thrown off yeah. and if you are sleep deprived it's almost like you're drunk you have a lot of times that they equate that behavior you know, yeah that's absolutely alcohol, right? true yeah and that's a that's one of the things when I'm, that i teach when i'm teaching sleep summits and talking to them how do i get good sleep and it's just there's things that the environment, like the quality of the bed, it's the quality of your thoughts before you go to sleep and allowing your sleep and giving yourself permission to do things, giving yourself permission to take care of yourself. Because that's, those are, that's really quite important too. Don't you find that when you're talking? Absolutely. And I think it's interesting because that's one of the many things that we really don't teach Mm -hmm. is how do you prep yourself to go to sleep? How do you set yourself up for a good night's sleep? We talk about getting a good night's sleep all the time, but nobody says, here are the steps how to do it. And at the child level, Uh yes, as adults, we're now, people are deeply into meditation and gratitude journals and rituals that you have morning and night. But I believe we should be teaching in school how to fuel your body, how to get to sleep properly so that your sleep is actually doing what it's supposed to do. And that's rebuilding your body, right? For sure. It's to repair, revitalize, so you can hit the ground running the next day. But one of the biggest components of that too is mindset. When when we tell ourselves we're going to have a crappy day, we do. (laughs) And who was it? Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And, and so on that premise and, and speaking to that, there's things that you can do. You, like, for instance, if I was going to go to sleep for the night, I would not be talking to you right now on a computer that has that bright light and that blue yeah. light that we're trying not to use because that stimulates your brain to think that you're yes. still up and then yeah. it's harder to fall asleep. It's having the environment, like having what I call sleep hygiene. It's a your sheets some sheets are really just they're just bad they make you sweat they make you yeah and having a a bed that actually supports you and the pillows that support your neck so you aren't sleeping with eight of them and and then you're like sleeping like you wonder why you've got a double chin it's because when you're in that position your neck's not exercising (laughs) and but if you're laying way back with your chin up when you're turning you have to have all those muscles actually engage in order to be able to do that but the, I think that the, the sleep part of it, a, a lot of people make ba- a lot of bad decisions when they're mm-hmm. asleep. The number one accident, auto accident, is from you know, falling asleep at the wheel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, I think, is always, that surprised me when I first heard that. And I was kind of thinking, really? So I'm really, when I'm, I may be even more of a defensive driver. <laughs> yeah. But when yeah. I'm driving around, I'm always looking for the person who's shifting lanes. Are they shifting because they're texting somebody? 
or sometimes people have dogs, some people have kids that are acting up in a car and they are not able to pay as much attention as possible. But the sleep thing is really, it's huge because in, in the cycles, there's to have your listeners understand there's cycles cycle one and cycle two is when you're falling asleep cycle three is when you're in deep sleep and then after the deep sleep then you're going into rem that's where you're dreaming but the magic happens in the deep sleep that's where you use melatonin that's where you have it's just like it's sitting you up and the organ systems are repairing revitalizing and they're detoxifying the brain detoxifies when you sleep during that period and that's where the real magic of being really rested gets in and the thing is that people have other distractions in their rooms like it's too bright or like i said about the temperature before they claim that the typical temperature for a, a, to sleep is around 68 degrees yeah. and that's a good temperature to sleep at so whether like any, if you have a fan going and having the circulation that you need also yeah. Is, yeah. is essential too. And then giving yourself permission to go to sleep. So a lot of times we lay there and we're thinking, and I've done it myself. I'm thinking like, I should get up and try all my shoes on. Oh, I want to see if that blue dress still fits me because I want to wear it five days from now. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking like, what are you doing? It's just like, I'm thinking, okay, what's bothering you? And I have this conversation with myself, what's bothering you? And if I can figure out what that is, then I can have my conversation around it saying, is there anything I can do about that right now? If I forgot something in my car, do I really need it right now? Or can I get it tomorrow morning? Yeah. And, and we all have telephones. So if you have something on your mind, you can dictate them and record them into your telephone so that you can just get it off your mind and then give yourself permission to go back to sleep. A really great technique is just to get in a comfortable position and close your eyes and count backwards from 100. And when you count backwards from 100, because you're focusing on the numbers, it's like those 100 sheep thing, but you're going backwards. It's like you're going 100, 99, 98, 97, 96. And usually by the time I get to 50, if I'm using the 100 to go back from... I'm so good at it now, I can just close my eyes, tell myself to relax, and I count back from 10, and I go deeper and deeper. And because when you're in that alpha state, you have all this other magic happens for your peace of mind. Yeah. So the first part of that is just the reality, I need to relax. And the second part of it is to calm your mind and have that peace of mind. And then the third stage is when you're in alpha, when you just, you can just exist and just be. And then sometimes if you follow that routine, you can, it will feel like you've had at least an hour of sleep. If you do the routine correctly, I teach that to my clients all the time and do that one routine. I've had uh, a group of people who were actors and actresses and they uh, weren't ready to do their dialogues and the people who they hired to do this. They paid a lot of money to this woman came up to me, literally pulling her hair out and she goes, they're not ready. And I said, I'll go talk to him. Cause I know this very cool technique that makes you more centered and right. able to like respond and able to do a, your memory works better. And so mm-hmm. I went and I did that with them went to a, 17 people I've never met before and she came up to me two hours later she was I don't know what you did but they did all really great so if you can do that for something that simple for memorization you can use that tool also in other aspects of your life if you're not feeling well you can go into that place and you where you're going into relaxing you're calming your mind and then in the alphas where you have a lot of the healing and yes and then get in that state and you can visualize what you want to have happen and right. then when you get really good with that and, and insane affirmations because when you talk with your your conscious brain and, and it speaks clearly to your audience too is that we basically have three bangs and the three brains are the lizard brain which is the either primitive brain the mammalian brain and also the conscious brain. And so the lizard brain is the guy who tells you you can't do it. You're not good enough. And it's yeah. the guy you don't want to listen to. The only time you really want to listen to him is when you are someone's pulling out in front of your car. And it's either a car or a saber-toothed tiger after you. 
Yeah. Because it's all about instinct and it's unconditional. You don't have to think about it. It just automatically happens. And the mammalian brain stores all our emotions. Anything that's ever happened to us, it stores it in the mammalian brain, whether it's good or bad. A lot of times we keep on repeating and keep on hitting the ceiling, as I call it, or the wall. We're not getting any farther and we're stuck. And the reason why we're stuck is because the mammalian brain is listening to the lizard brain. If you can control what you're telling the lizard brain to do or not to do, and you can control that conversation, you'll have better outcomes. How to do that is always think of when. How do I win? How do you win? in that in those conversations and then the mammalian brain gets a different message from the conscious brain which is what we're talking with right now so the times to do affirmations that and you have to be consistent with them isn't going to i'm going to say one time and it's going to work you need to be consistent with them same in the morning same at night i am healthy i am vital i'm active i'm successful i love human beings i love seeing them thrive And I'm going to deliver that to them every day because I can. And I believe in that. So if you believe and you desire and you expect, you can have anything you want. You just have to have that belief. And so crystal clear is that there's no doubt. So when the conscious brain speaks to the mammalian brain, it can change how the mammalian brain reacts. So when the lizard brain starts chatter, chatter, comes up the million brains going oh i'm gonna listen to i'm I'm gonna talk to the conscious brain and i'm gonna i'm gonna do what that brain has because it made me feel better so you can go from a bad experience to a much more positive experience if you think about it it's the holy grail of marketing because what they do is they identify your pain point yeah and then they take you to a positive experience. And when you go to the positive experience, you're going like, I don't want that pain point. I want the positive experience. But you can do that every day in your life. You can start your day off on a positive note. From the time you get up to the time you go to sleep, everything's up to you. So if something crappy happens out in the world, because stuff happens, and it's just like, and all of a sudden you feel sad or you feel like, I feel depressed you feel anxious just stop and close your eyes and ask yourself where does that come from and when if you can identify that you can let that person place thing time or event go and when if you have a hard time doing that I'm more than happy to talk to you because we can do that in a very short period of time and maybe two or three sessions and then that's handled because when it comes up again then you don't respond to it the same way and you own your life then again. How cool is that? That's great. And I love seeing that because there's always that moment when I have a client, no matter who they are, that it's just whether they're very high end, high performance, or to me, mom and dads are high performance. You have to be in good shape to be a mom and dad. Yeah. Right. You're a leader and an influencer. And so when I see that change and all of a sudden the light goes on, they get it. Oh, you mean I don't have to do that anymore? No, not at all. <laughs> it's this, and it's such a special moment because it, it gives you so much freedom in your life. And you can breathe in that freedom and you can own it and nobody can take that away from you. And the people who are toxic that keep on glitching you out, and I use that term with a very vague sense of direction with that but when I, I call people who glitch people out it says it's not about you it's about them That's and if right. you can if you can grasp that then when that happens again you can just push their energy away from you yeah. and go thanks for sharing it with me <laughs> and just say i've got yeah. other things that are by far much more important to talk about than worrying about whether or not something i did to you when you were 10 years old or two years ago is still bothering you it's just like there's people you need to be accountable for your own self you know absolutely and right in that forgiveness it's just the first person to forgive was not somebody else's to forgive yourself gosh darn i reacted to that thing again one day i'm gonna be i'm gonna master that guy (laughs) and and if you come with that attitude pretty soon that guy who seems like he's 10 feet tall now is only like maybe an inch and he's on your shoulder and you can flick him off but it's really great to see people have that bang. We like that wow moment. Oh and, that, and a lot of times I know that has, it saves lives ultimately. I have people who 
have told me stories and I hear stories from other people also about how just somebody's just saying one nice thing to you one day and and seeing your soul for your people who are here. And if you're struggling, I'm going to have a little homework for you to do. Is that okay to give homework? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to tell you to do is every morning when you get up after you decide it's going to be an absolute wonderful day is you're going to go look in the mirror and you're going to look in your eyes. So in the Chinese, they think that this is how I learned when I studied Chinese medicine is that the heart houses the mind and the mind houses the soul and the windows are the windows to the soul. So in your soul, get familiar with it and start to love it. And every day before you go, when you get up in the morning, after you brush your teeth, just look in, you're looking at your skin going, oh my God, I got another wrinkle. And you go in and you're looking and you just look right in your soul and take the minute to two minutes to do that, maybe even three, and look into your soul and just say, you know what, I love you. And and if you do that in the morning and night, your life will be so much different in 30 days. But you've got to be consistent that being consistent gives you even better results and doing things like that was just if you want to go learn every time celebrate your short wins if you're like do something like oh my god i've got 10 minutes to spare so it normally takes me an hour and a half to do that i took did it in an hour and 15 minutes just like great what do i want to do with my 10 minutes that my reward is my 15 minutes of freedom where i don't have to do something else for somebody else for example so always like celebrating your wins, loving yourself. You have to hug yourself. I used to have people in my office when they work for me, if they're in a bad mood, I would give them a rock. We had a rock that was like, it was my doctor rock. And you could put it in anyone's station. It always lived in one place in the office, but it only left that station when somebody was being tagged out and timed out for not being like because it's you have to you can try have control of your mind it's crucial to have control of your mind because if you yeah. don't it can make you really sick and so in in that piece where you took the rock and we would put it on someone's desk and then that person got it they somebody also volunteered to take over their station where they were working and then they would just go outside and one person got pictured by the my next door neighbor and the building I was in with her hugging a tree because I said go hug a tree get out of here and and so she said so they gave a a picture back to her of her hugging the tree and she 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 framed it and put it at the front desk because that's where it was because she was bombarded with people coming in all the time and in her job she had to be nice all the time (laughs) and so sometimes it was just she had some personal problems going on back at home sometimes that interfered with her best abilities and but it's great though when when you have those pieces of the puzzle in place yeah have those tools okay these are tools that we can use at any point in the day right and and to your point of consistency I think it's really important because that's true, not just in your personal life, but in your business life. Mm -hmm. Then you don't have to sacrifice your career, your relationships, or your life. And also eating so clean. I can't tell you how bad sugar is for you because sugar is causes inflammation in the body. Um, And it's just like you don't digest your food. And when you know when your stomach's upset, you're not in a good mood. So get sugar out of your diet. If it's in the first five ingredients in any form, because it'll always end in OL, the word, like like sorbitol. It's it's crap. Don't eat it. And stay away from at least a month. It's not that you can't eat fruit, but I would tell you to eat vegetables over fruit. Vegetables and a lean protein every meal. And then that way, it gives you a a head start and a big start for getting the nutrient-dense food that you need in your diet. And then use fruit as a reward, not something that you do as a flavor or use it as a reward so that you're going like, I feel like dessert tonight. I'm going to have blueberries or I'm going to have strawberries with cream on them. Indulge because you you deserve to your body's a sanctuary you need to treat it and feed it as such 
You don't have, I always say that we're all born Ferraris. So Ferrari is like a really super expensive car. And it's the reason why it's expensive is because it runs on high octane. Our bodies run on high octane. And if you're giving it low octane foods, then it's going to poop out a lot sooner and crash on a regular basis. We all know when we had that bad meal, like Thanksgiving, for instance, we have too many carbohydrates. Everybody's going to sleep about an hour and a half afterwards. (laughs) And they want to go lay down, take a nap. But you can be energized every day. From the moment you get up, when you get tired, you can close your eyes and count from 25 to one and tell yourself to relax. And you can tell yourself you can have peace of mind like that and just set your timer so you don't fall asleep. Because if you take a nap and you fall asleep and you're sleeping longer than 30 minutes, 40 minutes max, then you're going into that deep sleep. And we all know when we get awoken from a deep sleep, how we're going, where am I? (laughs) and you're you're looking around you don't feel like you're in your body and that's because you woke up in the middle of the sleep but if the first Uh two cycles are between is approximately around 30 minutes max so that is like another tip for everyone here like if you just need to go time out lay down in the bed for with your eyes closed now I understand my grandmother always saying that she was take she was going to close her eyes for a couple minutes. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's there's just like a lot of those things that we are our health hacks that we if we really go back yeah. and listen and think about who taught us this and who taught us that. There's a is there a plethora of information out there that's just that we could do every day and that we can tap on into and on in order to move forward. Because you get the idea is to keep moving forward. That happened. That did. Why did that happen? And what did I learn from it? That's the thing to ask. And then you sit with it for a little bit and you go, okay, so that was it. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's interesting that you talked about your grandmother having a little nap. Uh, My father, after dinner, every day, my father would go lie on the floor and, and close his eyes for 15 minutes. It was never longer than that because he had a lot to do in the evenings as well. And he would take us out and play with us. He would go drive my mother wherever she wanted to go. He would do whatever else he had to do. But he he had worked all day and that was his little refuel, if you will, was just that 15 minutes. And I used to be fascinated as a kid because there was no timer or anything. It was just, you could almost time it with your watch. That's mm. all the time he ever took. Oh, that's and great. He always it's, did. See, there's yeah. so many people who did all these things. A lot of the things that I learned, many of these things I learned when I was in chiropractic school. Yeah. And even one time when I was a kid, I was the dead of winter and I was walking down the street, which a fudsicle. And someone goes, isn't it too cold to eat that? And I said, no, because if you, and this is my thought process as a kid, it's cold out here and this is cold, then I will be, I will equalize my temperature. I was always a scientist. I'll equalize my temperature. It's it's an experiment that when I eat this, I'm not going to be cold if I'm outside then. And I wasn't cold, but you have to think about what your, my mind was telling my body. And, you know, or like, you know, you can do it. And sometimes it's a blessing too, as I think is to realize some things we're just not meant to do. And there's some, That's people, true. some people in our lives, they're not meant to be there. So if you're really honest with yourself, your mind will always tell you, it's just, is this the right thing for me? Or how can I make this better? You're yeah. never going to go say, oh, how am I going to make it worse? No kid grows up thinking I'm going to have a no. bad life. And so it's if you get back into that belief system, like I just talked about belief, desire, and expect, if you believe it, you desire it, and you expect it, you will figure out how to get it. Absolutely. And I think that's really quite true. So it's so much, we could go on and on. There's a lot of examples. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause there's so much to it. And and you had said um, people are negative and, and people are, they're looking for the bad, if you will, it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. If you if you are if you're a little nervous, say walking in the winter, and you go outside thinking, oh, I gotta be careful, I don't wanna fall, I don't wanna fall, I don't wanna fall, you're gonna fall. 
somebody else who's nervous goes out and thinks, oh, look at the snow's glinting so nicely. I'll just be careful as I walk here. It's a totally different mindset. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, so if you think something's going to you know, happen, it will happen because you're drawing that energy to you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So that, 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 is, that is a big thing. It is. A, I, I, I can remember as a kid, I was telling my brother one time, he really irritated me. And I just told him, I said, I hope you fall. <laughs> and it gave him, we were in the back building this um, ice rink and he sprayed me with water. And I said, turn around and just immediately said to him, I hope you fall. <laughs> I was like maybe eight years old or something. Yeah. And my father was furious. He goes, don't you ever say that to your brother ever again. Two seconds later, went, <laughs> just... And my brother goes, you did this to me. <laughs> You're a witch. <laughs> and it was just, but it was just like that when you change somebody's mindset like that, yeah. Yeah. it's just like all of a sudden his brain's telling him, I'm going to fall, I'm going to fall. And he did. Yeah. And it's just like, if you say, I'm going to succeed. Before I went to go take, I never thought I was the smartest kid in this class by any means. But I used to go in on the way going when I was in, especially in acupuncture school, because I went to acupuncture school in my early 50s. When I used to go take a test, I used to tell myself, I am going to pass this test with blind colors. There is no question that they can ask me that I go, and I'm going to pass this test with blind colors. And I said, I'm going to be given the answers I need, the words I need, the moment that I need them. And I would say that and mantra that like on a 10 minute yeah. drive to the school yeah. and that, and I had a 4.0 going into my acupuncture yeah. final. And um, I just had got somebody... I had some 30 in the morning outside my bedroom window on the day I was taking my huge final. I was so like, turn it off kind of thing. And I just couldn't catch my energy. But it's just like, I still, when I took the exam, I got, I ended up with an 89.3. I said, you guys can't find a 0.7. Give me my 4.0. And then, but I was studying that then. I was never that smart when I was in undergraduate school. I didn't have that training. I didn't have that. I didn't learn that level of mentality until like I was in like in my 40s, in my 30s. I graduated from uh, chiropractic school when I was in my 30s. And oh. so when at when I was 30 and that, but I always had the belief system because we were taught that we were going to succeed. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even a question like, are we or aren't we? And it's just, and we didn't have any money. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, I don't know how this is going to work, but it's, I'm going for it. And, yeah. and yeah. we just, and my husband and I ended up getting a, a specific kind of loan that, you know, and they wanted to withhold about $5,000 from it. And I just looked at the banker and said, look at, I said, I need that money to run my office on. Yeah. I said, we need to eat. Absolutely. And so he just said, and he just stopped for a second. He goes, okay. And my husband goes, you could get anybody to give you anything. <laughs> and, and so I guess that's called being in your optimal alignment and being a grace magnet. So Absolutely. I, yeah, so I love yeah. teaching people how to do that too. Oh, I love that grace magnet. I really like that. That sounds wonderful. I think it is too what you focus on when you are congruent inside with what you're saying, that makes a huge difference. Because we can say to people, believe that you're going to do this, say that you're grateful for stuff, work on a positive mindset. And if it's only in the words, then it doesn't happen. You have to be congruent throughout you. I always call that being in your groove, being in your woo-woo moment. Because when you're in those moments, that's where you have a lot of fun and you can go and you go forward. And if you keep on with the mantra of keep moving forward, KMF. Yeah. <laughs> it is a, so it's just like, okay, so this happened, KMF. And just like that black cloud that's following me is no longer allowed to be here. Go away and yeah. just push it. You can use your own energy of your body, even in Helium photography, where they look at 
the with the rings around your body yeah. and that you have energy fields around you yeah. expand that energy field it's something like someone's coming at you like the media your relatives someone's going what do you want to do that for Start keeping those thoughts to yourself and talk to like-minded people about those things as opposed to people who are always trying to shoot you down Yeah. or trying to like, they'll sabotage, like meeting you. You're supposed to meet them. And then they're a half hour late. Leave, leave at 25 after, leave in 25 minutes. And this, what happened to you? I waited for you for 25 minutes. You didn't show up. I had other things I had to do. Yeah. Because you could always find something better and more positive to do. Open the door for the little old lady. Pretty soon that'll be me. You can open the door for me. Um, and, but you can, it's just, you can do nice things for people. I, the other day I was in Lynchburg, Virginia, and I needed to do something downtown. And I was watching this guy walk across the street and he was on two crutches in the kind that people use for cerebral palsy because you have yes. more control over them and that. And a uh, car was coming. So I just went out in the middle of the street and I flagged the car to slow down because this guy, yeah. somebody else was bringing him across the street. And, and he said, thank you. And I just said to him, it was nothing. I don't think any, I don't think that's something. I'm not trying to get the praise for it. I just wanted him to get where he was going, well, you know, with, with ample time without someone mowing him over, so to speak. And, yeah. I, and I think that when we start doing nice things for people, other people, somebody needs 25 cents, a little kid needs 25 cents to make his quota for whatever he wants to buy in the grocery store or in the drugstore, then it's just like reach in your pockets, 25 cents. Yeah. And, and, or just, just say, he's going, I got to put something back. Maybe the things to help him decide what to put back. And so that he learns how much money he really had. And like, this is what your money buys in this day and time clearly it was different from when i was a kid (laughs) oh yeah but i did see my father do that one time he was so irritated with everybody else in line and this kid was like 50 cents short and so he just reached in his pocket and he put a buck down and he told the lady to give the kid 50 cents and it was just the way that like he was about some of those things like that yeah Yeah. and because he grew up in the depression they didn't have anything and so it was just that one piece of the thing sometimes that changed someone's whole trajectory of, but he just told the kid he goes thank he goes thanks buddy <laughs> and my dad goes yeah thanks buddy he said just play like he didn't say it how we would say it now play it forward he had a different way of saying it which yeah. i don't remember but this kid said yes sir and he walked in and he walked out but he got to get something like he somebody it's like the guy who pays your toll when you're going through a toll booth ahead of you yeah. I've had that happen to me before and I already had the money out. So I said, pay the guy behind me. And the told person in Massachusetts said to me, you're screwing everything up by doing this to people. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know? And I said, I didn't care if the guy behind me took it or not, but it was funny because people would catch up and go, Hey, thanks. Yeah. And they gave you that acknowledgement when you really didn't need the acknowledgement. You're just doing it to do it. So yeah. it's great. When that's my, my best friend who passed away in in 2010. I'm sorry. All through the 2000s, we had what to us was a little fun game. We would go to our workout or go swimming or wherever we're heading. And we'd go through Tim Hortons to get a coffee after. Mm -hmm. And we'd pay for the car behind us. And then we'd drive off giggling because we just done something we thought was cool. And we did that for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And there were times where somebody did it for us. And shortly after my friend died, my son was coming over and he had called and said, do you want me to stop and get you coffee? And I said, oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Grab me a cappuccino. So when he came in the house, he said, oh, mom, was so cool. The person in front of me paid for your coffee. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was just so The universe nice. was sending you a message from yeah, your friend, right? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Like, Thanks, Jackie. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And yeah. I love when those things happen like that. Yeah, but thing. like you, we weren't doing it for accolades. We never hung around that long. Uh-huh. We did yeah. have one guy chase us. and <laughs> Chase you? <laughs> yeah. He chased us down the road, and finally we stopped. And he came and he said, I just wanted to say thank you. That was just so nice of you. 
okay, he scared us. Good <laughs> <laughs> no, in a truck. But yeah. yeah. To people, I think when you feed people's goodness and you come from a point of goodness, you have more goodness around you. Oh, so if you, absolutely. And, and get the toxic people out of your life. There's yeah. always going to be naysayers. When I told people I was yeah. going to go to chiropractic school, they go, what do you want to do that far? And I said, because I want, I go, I want people to have better lives. I want people to be healthier. Yeah. But what do you want to do that for? You know, and I said, because I can, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm going to, thanks for sharing that with me. That's what my, yeah. always, my, my ex-husband always hated that. What I said, because he knew he already lost the argument then. I yeah. Said, thanks yeah. for sharing I, with me. I love that. It's such right? a. It's such you know, a and beautiful then, sentiment and, and you can shut down negativity just like that. Yeah. But sometimes, yeah. And, and it's not when people say like, why do you want to do that? Sometimes when it's your family, the fact <laughs> is their lizard brain uh-huh. is just going, oh, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> There's saber-toothed tigers all around that person. you got to help them. And it's not. It's not meant in a bad way, but they're stuck with their lizard brain and that's where they're operating from. There's always, if you ever look at, if you go to Google and you look for the nine dot or the nine dot puzzle and look at what the solution is, that nine dot puzzle represents, those nine dots represent your life. It's like your box of what you know to be true. And the yeah. thing is sometimes we have to go outside of that. So the people who don't mm-hmm. want to go outside of that, for me, it's always traditional medicine because I would go to listen to somebody talk about stenosis or something like that. And I would ask a question. I said, how does the function, the flexion distraction technique that works that seems to be useful. I said, I found that in 38 years of my practice that I've used that when I still saw patients. And I said, and you're telling me that doesn't work. And I said, I can tell you from my personal experience, I've seen it work wonders. And, and it's just, and he goes, you must've just been lucky. <laughs> so that was the answer. And I just laugh and go, okay, thanks for sharing it with me. Yeah. And I said, but I wanted to know if, if they had exposure to any of those kind of case studies that that I had and people who taught me how to do that technique. And I remember specifically, I was at Georgetown University in Washington, DC. And it was like, I thought, oh my God, just be quiet and get out of here. (laughs) Just, (laughs) we can't do anything about our family and how our family decides to function, but you can do something about yourself. So you just have to pick and choose what you say because it's just sometimes we are trying to get that attention that we never got. Yeah. I, I was working with a, a model recently and she recently had a, a loved one in her personal life pass away and had this scenario about that. And, but she was just, couldn't let it go. She just, she had a really hard time in getting on with the rest of her life. And I said, we were talking about that and where we were at, there was the only place to go was in the closet and walk in closet. This is funny actually. And so we're in the walk in closet and I'm asking her a bunch of questions and I'm doing specific like psychogenic NLP type work with her and to go back to where this all starts. And I said, I finally just said, let's skip the garbage in the middle part because it keeps on repeating itself over and over again. I said, let's go back to when you were seven years old. And she's going like, how did you know a seven? And I said, I'm psychic. I don't know. I'm very intuitive. And so we started talking about what happened when she was seven, especially with her mother. And, and I just got the big picture all of a sudden. I said, this person gave you the love that you wanted from your mother and you never got. And I said, so in knowing that you finally got what you needed to get that you wanted to get all along, you yeah. wanted to hold on to it but the, everyone's got their own path. Yeah. And the biggest blessing that you can do is let it go and just know that you're a very lucky person. Cause a lot of people go through their whole life and they don't have that. Absolutely. And so like in, in putting things in a good place so that you don't let them fester in your body. So you don't end up with some chronic illness or disease. So you don't have to do that anymore. And um, I said, and you can let that go. And so when we walked out, 
those same 17 people <laughs> that are 18 people that were there. There's more people there now. When we walked out and I said, we're coming out of the closet. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so and it just, and everyone, you know, cracked up laughing. But when they looked at this woman who, when she opened her mouth, she was so aggressive before. When she came out, her whole face changed. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, wow, you look really good. What were you guys doing in there? <laughs> and and yeah, we're in the closet. Can't talk about it. It's the yeah. closet. And, <laughs> and joking about it in that regard. But it was such a pleasure to see her. I saw her about four or five hours, which usually is when people go, I don't have this burden anymore. Yeah. And I saw her. She goes, oh, my God. She goes, let me buy you. We were at a party for this whole group of people. And she goes, let me buy you a drink. She said, she goes, I haven't felt this good in a long time. And I, she said, she goes, you're my new best friend. I said, the next time we do this, you're paying me. <laughs> I just said, I, goes, I won't be your friend very long, you know, <laughs> in, in those regards. But I, I just like helping somebody. So what are your options? Are, you want to die faster? Keep it up. You have yeah. to have control of your thoughts. They you cannot really do anything. Do. And yeah. you can, you take three steps forward and 20 steps back. You're going like, who wins at that? Nobody wins. And sometimes you just got to create a safe space between other people. But I love to helping people have that realization. Like I said before, yeah. that light going on. Yeah. Uh, and when I had another client one time who was really mad at her husband. And she wanted him to do something and he didn't want to do it. And they were going back and forth. So she decided to write him a letter. And I asked him, asked her, I mean, I asked her, how many pages is it? And she said, five. I said, he's never going to read it. <laughs> and she said, how do you know that? And I said, he's not going to read it. And I said, read me the first three sentences. And so she went and got the letter and she came back and she read me the first five sentences. And so I said to her, he's never going to read it. And so when he acts, this is just a great thing for people in relationship because women have a mm -hmm. tendency to write stuff out anyway. And then we sit on it or we and always sit on it, wait 48 hours before you send somebody something yeah. um, and then go back and read it again. And you'll find all these gross grammatical errors and it won't yeah. read right when it doesn't sound right. But anyway, so I said to her, how old is he when he gets upset? And she in a nanosecond said 10. I said, then you uh -huh. need to write that letter. And this would go same for men with the women too. You have to write that letter to a 10 year old. Yeah. Because you're, and you also have to figure out how they're listening to you. Are they an auditory learner? Are they a visual learner? Or do they have to have the hands on stuff? Do they create things with woodwork and that type of thing? And, and she just said, she was so upset that she had to, because he was a naysayer for her. And she had to talk to him and she wanted to stay married. That was her big goal. And I said, you might want to stay married. I said, until you find out the truth about who you really are, then you might not, you might change your mind because people grow together or they don't. And if you end up at the end of the road, you turn right or left and you just have to be happy with that situation then right. because if you're still going in the same direction, but in different cars, you got to figure out how to get back on that same road. And, but in her instance, when she did that, she called me up and left me a message on my phone. She goes, Dr. Patty, read the whole letter. And I got it down to one page and she said, and I did what you told me to do. And cause I said, I go, if he's 10 years old and he's very visual, you go like, what do 10 year olds like to do? And I said, you just create craft your, verbiage so you're talking to him and saying something nice you if you don't start off those letters and saying something nice they're never they're even going to get to the third word and they're going to put it in the trash yeah. or put it in the fireplace but so it was true. really interesting because a lot of times if we learn how to talk or be like we were when we were first in a relationship and it's just you get so much farther and then you're healthier you're happier you have better habits and you can think and grow rich from inside out. And when you do that, then you have more possibilities from outside in. Right. And that's, that's probably my biggest message I can give to somebody today. That is a wonderful message. And that's a, I think that's a perfect place to wrap this up for today. 
is, yeah, improving your inside will help your outside. That's absolutely. Yep, this healing comes from inside out, not outside in. Yeah. That's how Mother Nature works too, by the way. <laughs> that, that is so true. That is so true. Elaine, this has been such a pleasure. And I'm so glad that our first try at trying to do that um, when we <laughs> talked, it was just a nightmare that it ended like the universe always works out and it works. Its, and this was perfect. It does. And, and this is wonderful because uh, it's nice and crisp and clear and we don't have computer issues today, which is yeah, I'm sure. Are you going to cut this part out? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, you, what your listeners need to know is that I was in the middle of 200 acres. And when Elaine and I first talked, and she could barely figure out. She was trying to read my lips. And she was <laughs> like, she could only figure out about one in, in every five words. And so I, when I got on today, I was so thrilled to say I've got Wi-Fi. <laughs> actually it was, yes, it was wonderful <laughs> because you came on and I understood and heard every word. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be back on sometime. And if people have I, I would love to have yeah. you back. We definitely oh. won't make this the last visit here for sure. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. And I love doing StreamYard anyway. It's a good it's a great platform. And I just think we have so much to contribute to people's yeah. lives so that they can make better decisions. Because when you have the right information, you can make the better decisions because knowledge is powerful, but it's only powerful when you know how to put it in step-by-step -step process. Oh, and that's, that's what so I great. help people do. Yeah. 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 It's only one, one piece of that equation. Mm -hmm. So for our audience today, there's a lot to take away, a lot to unpack from today's segment. And I can't, Wait to hear what you think. I'm sure there's little gems in there that you'll all be able to use. I'm Elaine Lindsay. This has been my guest, Dr. Pat Boulong, and I will be back uh, next time. In the meantime, I want you to make the very best of your today, every day, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on your favorite service. Suicide Zen Forgiveness was brought to you by Truel Social Media, the digital integration specialists. Let them get you on page one in the search results. And also by Canada's keynote humorist, Judy Kroon, the motivational speaker, comedian, author, and stand-up coach at Second City. On the stage, Judy draws from her wealth of performance experience, wit, and insight to entertain, inform, and inspire in her dynamic keynotes and half-day workshops.